From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, March 24th. Attempting to address housing insecurity has been a top issue in Grand County for years. Factor in the pressures of limited housing stock and low wages, add in the COVID-19 pandemic, and finding a safe and affordable place to live can seem more difficult than ever. This is not just happening in our community, of course, but throughout our region. Now, a struggling budget hotel in Cortez, Colorado, has become the latest flashpoint in the Four Corners housing affordability crisis. KSJD's Lucas Brady-Woods reports. By the evening of Saturday, March 6th, a final notice was posted on most of the rooms at the Mesa Verde Inn, a budget hotel on the south side of Cortez. The notice said that residents had to vacate the premises with all of their belongings by noon the next day. Misty Cornett's family was among those packing up their cars in the parking lot the next morning, and Cornett wasn't sure where they were going to live next. It's horrible. There's no, there's no other options. She said that most house or apartment rentals are too expensive, especially with all of the upfront costs that most landlords require, like a security deposit or multiple months rent. That's why Cornett's family chose to live at the Mesa Verde Inn in the first place. It was kind of just a simpler spot because they would, let, they would like let them work kind of for their rent and stuff, so it was kind of easier. Now she didn't know where they were headed, but she said a homeless shelter was not an option. That's just not how we are really, so we're just going to do what we need to do and get a house. 30 people, including families, were forced to move out of the Mesa Verde Inn that day. The plan is to close down most of the hotel so that it can be repaired and brought up to code, according to hotel management and Cortez City officials. And residents confirmed they were given 30 days notice to vacate the premises, but some were just not able to find housing that quickly. The hotel had become a haven for people and families like Misty Cornets that could not afford to rent an apartment or a house in the usual manner. That's mostly because the hotel allowed for weekly or monthly rentals at low rates with no upfront cost. The Mesa Verde Inn complex is made up of five two-story buildings. Residents were evicted from all but one of those buildings. The motel's manager, Glenn McCord, says that he only evicted tenants who had not been paying their rent. I didn't mind to go to this point of doing this, but I had no choice because I have too many residents in there that don't want to pay their rent. He says that if a tenant had a record of regular payment, he was allowing them to stay in the one remaining building. McCord lives in a house attached to the hotel. He's 66 years old and requires supplemental oxygen for COPD. He says that many tenants didn't pay their rent or utility bills, and as a result, he's been stuck with tens of thousands of dollars in bills. Why should I pay for them to live here when they don't want to pay to live for themselves? I can't do it. Uh, I can't afford it. The property has a bunch of fire and safety code violations, and according to McCord, it's going to take a lot of work to bring the place back up to code. McCord also says he plans to continue running the Mesa Verde Inn once it's ready to be opened back up. But he says he's going to approach new tenants differently. I'm going to be selective on who I rent to. You don't have a job, you ain't getting a room. And I'm not renting to locals no more. That means there will be one less option for local residents who are in need of low-priced housing. And options for low-income housing in Cortez and Montezuma County are already almost non-existent. Lori Knudsen is the executive director of the Bridge Shelter in Cortez. The Bridge is mainly a shelter for people who are unhoused, but it also includes a few units of transitional housing that offer support for people transitioning off the streets. It's also the only adult shelter within almost 50 miles. 
Okay, and Mesa Verde Inn is a microcosm of um, housing issues. She also says that affordable housing inventory is one of the biggest problems in Cortez and Montezuma County. It's the sheer lack of units that are available at affordable levels. But there are actually a number of affordable housing developments in the works in the area, according to both Knutson and city officials. But Knutson also says these projects won't help people who are impacted right now by housing insecurity. It's the bloody time it takes to go from planning to getting the funding to getting the building up and getting the piece of paper that says you're, you're ready to occupy. And in the meantime, I don't know what some of the answers are. She says it usually takes about two and a half years for an affordable housing facility to go from the planning stage to when it's actually opened to residents. And that's not the only problem. Often there are facility-specific limitations at affordable housing complexes. The bridge shelter, for example, does not take in families or people with pets. And to be clear, an emergency shelter like the bridge is mostly for short-term stays. But there are also various programs and facilities that are meant for long-term low-income housing. And that system gets even more complicated. For example, even if a person is able to qualify for government housing assistance like a housing voucher, sometimes that person still won't qualify for specific facilities. Ruby Izad is one of the residents of the Mesa Verde Inn who gets to stay in the remaining building. She has a lot of experience navigating the low-income housing system and is currently on governmental housing assistance. One major hurdle to subsidized housing that she's encountered is long wait lists. I have a hard time finding a place to go with my voucher. And that's with a housing voucher. It's, it's almost impossible to find. The, the low-income housing, there's a list on there that it's just a mile long. But Izad says the problems that many housing insecure people face are not limited to housing. It, it's poverty, period. You know. By that, she means poverty is created by issues that perpetuate each other in addition to housing. Issues like food access, internet access, or low wages. She also says she thinks some of the residents from the Mesa Verde Inn will likely end up sleeping outside because they just won't be able to find a place to live. They're so young and they're just, it's just heartbreaking to see that. Community organizers were able to raise money and find other hotel rooms for the inn's former residents. One of the organizers, Eve Hemingway, said she booked rooms for 19 families that didn't have housing after the inn closed. But the money they raised was only able to cover rooms for one week. Now, Hemingway says, at least 11 families are homeless. For KSJD News, I'm Lucas Brady-Woods. That piece comes from our partners at KSJD in Cortez, Colorado. A new study shows that listening to nature could have significant health benefits The Mountain West News Bureau's Madeline Beck reports. Academics teamed up with the National Park Service to aggregate a bunch of research about the link between nature sounds and health. They found benefits ranging from those sounds alleviating stress to improving cognitive functioning to reducing surgery patients' pain. Rachel Buxton with Carleton University in Ottawa led that research. She says certain sounds even connect to certain benefits, like water sounds improving positive feelings. Whereas studies that use bird song found a stronger effect on alleviating stress and annoyance. And Buxton says the benefits are still there, even if you hear noises like traffic alongside them. I always just really encourage people to, you know, close your eyes, take in the sounds.
For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Madeline Beck. And that's the news for Wednesday, March 24th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.